Welcome to the Short-Term Rentals Podcast. Here we share all of the latest news, opinion and intelligence from across the burgeoning short-term vacation rental space, along with thought-provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name is Paul Stevens, editor of Short-Term Rentals and host of this week's episode. For episode 39 of the Short-Term Rentals Podcast, we catch up with Niels Mattison, co-founder and CEO of property monitoring company Minute, about how the company is using its Series D funding to protect guest privacy, how Minute is supporting sustainable travel, and his thoughts about what the future holds in monitoring and regulating noise in short-term rentals. This episode is kindly sponsored by Minute, the co-host that cares for your home, guests and community. The Minute sensor monitors noise, occupancy, motion and temperature in rental properties, helping hosts prevent parties, enhance guest experience and protect their homes while respecting guest privacy. So a warm welcome to the Short Term Rentals podcast, Nils. It's always good to uh, catch up with you. So could you start off, please, by introducing yourself, Minute, and the services you provide in the short-term rental industry? Uh, sure thing. Um, thanks for having me, Paul. It's uh, likewise always good to speak to you as well. And it's been a couple of months now, so it's great to, uh, great to reconnect. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so at Minute, we're probably most known for um, our noise monitoring. Um, but the way we see ourselves is as a co-host to uh, every uh, core host to property manager out there. Um, we provide insight from inside accommodation um, in a clever way that makes it uh, uh, compliant with guest privacy. Um, and if the data that we, that we collect are uh, much beyond noise. We look at occupancy, motion, temperature. Um, and then we take this data uh, together with different powerful automations and integrations um, including um, up to um, uh, what's called the Minute Response Service, which is a, a guard dispatch um, that we can, in most extreme cases, uh, help hosts with uh, de-escalating parking situations and this sort of thing. Um, so we're really there um, from the uh, time of the booking um, to helping hosts during uh, a guest stay um, and making sure that everything uh, goes smoothly. Fantastic. And Minute, of course, recently raised $40 million in Series B funding. I think that was back in March. Uh, so could you just tell us how this is being used to make the company, as you say as well, a global solution for noise-related issues? Right. So um, we're very happy to get some very solid investors on board um, in March, especially considering the... the uh, wider macroeconomic environment. Um, and I think it's a testament to Minute really have becoming the uh, category leader um, in this field. Um, and so while our main market has always been the US and the UK, um, this money is helping us expand into more places across the globe, um, even though we have had customers in over 100 countries for, for some time. We haven't had um, the presence that you need when you really are uh, taking a, a market very seriously. Um, so part of the money is going to be used in um, expansion, um, particularly like in the, in the distributed team. 
Um, that's both in the on the product side and of course the, the commercial team uh, commercial team as well. Um, and we're we're building a product that is really becoming a must-have in every short-term rental. Um, and there are parts that are more um, software-oriented. There are parts that are more hardware-oriented. Um, but we want to be involved in most aspects of property managers running their their uh, their business. So you're also going to see a, a widening of the uh, scope of services that Minute delivers, um, and we are going to um, uh, sort of leverage the the core competence that we have um, into fields that are a little bit uh, um, more adjacent to what we've been doing now. Things like helping to coordinate check-ins, uh, maintenance, um, helping hosts with energy builds um, and, um, and um, similar similar features. Um, we've also done a um, uh, big investment into uh, uh, different partnerships. Um, so uh, specifically in the US, we work very closely with uh, Journey, uh, CASA and, and several others. We're of course, course also con uh, continuing that collaboration with Airbnb, which has um, been very, very deep in some markets like uh, like Prague, uh, but is becoming more and more, uh, more and more global. Absolutely. Um, and then I wish I wish we um, uh, I wish I could tell tell you more about what's coming, but we of course also have <laughs> some new products coming later this year um, that uh, I can't wait to talk about, but I'm not allowed to do it just yet. No, I understand that right now, but. Uh, what, what you can talk about, and, and we will touch on Prague and some of these other expansions um, shortly, but, you know, you've talked about um, the, the growth of Minute into uh, the United States, France, Spain, Portugal, all of this seems to have happened within the last 12 months as well, so quite a, a short time frame. But could you tell us actually specifically how you're working to protect guest privacy in, in short-term rentals? and Kind of what does this entail for your integrations, your partnerships? Um, sure, yeah. So when we first started Minute, one of the um, inspirations, if you will, was that we encountered Airbnb hosts um, who felt like they didn't have a choice but to put up a camera um, in, uh, um, in their properties when they were renting them out. Um, there just wasn't an alternative that allowed them to both protect their property um, and protect the, the privacy of guests. Um, so what we've developed at Minute is um, a proprietary sensor where any and all analysis um, happens on the sensor level, um, which means that we're not picking up any information that can be tied to a specific individual and then sent across across the network. So we can, of course, do things like track decibel levels, um, but then there's also a layer of, of recognition um, on that sound that allows us to recognize something like, uh, for example, an alarm going off or a window breaking, um, but crucially doing so without recording anything um, and maintaining, uh, maintaining privacy. So that's what we do on the sensor level. Um, and then, of course, we also need to be quite um, careful about how we we share that um, uh, that data, um, because sometimes even if the data that we have might not be sensitive, if you if you connect it with other pieces of data, it can become 
sensitive. And that's where um, a lot of our um, integrations come in, where we collaborate with um, different property management systems, but also um, Airbnb to make sure that um, we can protect the property, but without um, without collecting any unnecessary data uh, on the guest. But if you want to keep it like very simple, with, with track decibel levels, not sounds, and um, decibel levels themselves can't really be uh, tied to an activity or um, anything that a, uh, a guest would be embarrassed about. Sure, sure. And, and, and that kind of factors into my next question as well. So as part of your offering, Minute recently carried out um, a survey on the uh, extent of noise um, as an issue in short-term rentals as well. So what would you say are your, your, um, your main observations from this survey? Um, I would say so we have a, um, obviously a, a, a quite big group here. So we have quite representative, um, representative data. And what we've seen is that almost half of all our hosts, even before they were using noise monitoring, I should say, they had at some point received a complaint about noise. Um, so we know that it is um, that it is quite widespread, um, but what we've also seen is that it's 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 quite solvable because um, in the time after installing a minute sensor and having a uh, automated communication to the guest, we see the number of complaints um, dropping. I think by almost four fifths. Um, so we know that it's a widespread problem, but we also know that it's a problem that is preventable because most people are good people and they're on vacation and they might not really be thinking about the the neighbors and they might not even know about it sometimes time zones play a, a game on people sometimes it's that you know the people who are traveling might be on holiday but the neighbor might not be um and so it's really about like nudging people um to be on their best behavior and respecting the neighbors and um what we've what we've seen is that um with, for example, this pilot problem we did with Airbnb in Prague, um, a a hundred percent of the noise issues were resolved in under um, twenty minutes, with the average duration coming into thirteen minutes. Um, so it's a widespread problem, but definitely one that can um, that can be solved. Sure, and I mean again, uh, one of the um buzzwords at the moment, a hot topic is sustainable travel. In fact, um, in, the, in the time that the, um, this podcast is going to be published, we're soon going to be doing a webinar all about this and whether it comes down to uh, responsible travel or it's, um, you know, being um, uh, providing a positive impact to the environment. But how would you define this for your, your work at Minute and how exactly you know, you say through Prague, for example, your, your pilot program, how exactly are you supporting this through your technology? Yeah, so when we talk about sustainable travel at Minute, we really think about it in two ways. Um, the first, and maybe the, the one that people think is most obvious, is that we, we help hosts be good neighbors. Um, so we, we help with unauthorized parties uh, and disrespectful guests, and these things can of course lead to tension in the community. So when we see 
short-term rental becoming as sustainable as possible, that means being um, a good member in the community. And um, we, we admit it, we see ourselves as, as um, um, a, a solution to that problem um, of making sure that we can get the, the positive uh, impact of short-term rentals, if it's um, economic or cultural benefits, um into a community without the downside of the disruptive guests noise and, and unauthorized parties so that's probably that's the first leg and that's probably what you think about when you think about minute mm -hmm. um the the second thing that is becoming uh, more and more important by the day i would say is of course the environmental impact where we each have responsibility to um, make sure that we are a positive impact on on uh, um, on, on the world out of from a, a, a climate perspective. Um, and Minute is in a quite unique position here in that we are um, one of the only companies that have sort of in-stay data. So we might know if a guest is um, is in or out. Um, and we have recently uh, partnered up with a. Uh, uh, couple of other companies who work in uh, um, energy preservation, um, smart thermostat type companies, uh, AC companies. And we have then been able to leverage the data that we have um, from the how the guest is behaving um, to control um, heating and cooling, which has helped us save um, both energy costs for the, uh, uh, for the host but also, of course, uh, helping them reduce their, uh, their carbon footprint uh, on the world. So that is probably one that in the last, I would say, six to 12 months um, have gotten a, a, lot of, um, uh, a lot of good traction. Um, the uh, runaway energy prices have, of course, helped, but I think there's also a greater awareness about um, <clears throat> having to reduce the carbon footprint of, of uh, all businesses. Um, and we see these both as um, in uh, uh, these, these both sides, both making travel sustainable from a community perspective, making sure that we are wanted in the communities, and sure. um, as well as making sure that uh, the uh, travel has a low impact on the environment and mm. uh, on the carbon footprint. And it's quite noticeable, uh, notable that you're mentioning all of these different considerations. Clearly, there's a lot that, that goes into sustainable travel, and it's something that we're going to be talking. Um, much more about it in the future as well with ethical tourism, responsible tourism. So I'm actually really interested to hear your, your thoughts on this next question as well, because it involves one of the companies that you've done your, your pilot program with in Prague. And it's um, basically, what are your thoughts on Airbnb's global permanent ban on parties? It's been something that's been... Um, discussed for quite a while and it's sort of come in different stages as well with various bans particularly in, in the united states and even affecting certain age groups as well but now that it's more permanent do you see this as a positive step forward for the industry or on the other side on the flip side a step too far what how would you assess that um well there's a there's a couple of um, um, couple of aspects that I think um, everyone should think about, and um, the first would really be, you know, if you think about yourself and you think about how you would feel 
um, if the flat next to yours or the house next to yours um, had been throwing these big parties with strangers coming, um, sometimes maybe a bit out of control on a regular basis, you probably wouldn't be very positive towards um, short-term rental as a concept um, because it invited this uh, disruption into your community and in, into your life. Mm. And so I think it doesn't take that much empathy for our neighbors to understand that this is not something that should be widespread and it's not something that should be in the vast majority of all um, uh, short-term rentals. Um, the second thing I would say is <clears throat> that you know not every company has to cater to every um, demand um, and there is a whole industry built around organizing events and these venues often have special licenses they have um, um, they might be a bit more remote or they have um, acoustic dampening um, our professional staff and they're much better placed to to cater towards the people who legitimately want to want to throw a big party. So personally, I see this for Airbnb um, as being like 100% the right move. Um, Airbnb is about community. It's about making um, um, travelers feel like locals when they're when they're traveling. And from a very personal point of view, I don't see how that's compatible with um, allowing uh, parties on the platform. Mm. And uh, I don't know Vera, if your answer hints at anything that we're likely to see uh, in the future for minutes, but you've already hinted at a couple of um, plans that we can expect perhaps later this year. So from um, you know, what you're able to tell us at the moment, what, what do you see as being the next stage for for minute? Um, well, I think uh, you'll probably find the most clues, clues in what I was also talking about, like how we, um, how we have invested uh, the, the money that we've, uh, we've raised from our investors. But um, I think a, a, a big part here is that um, we see ourselves as one out of many actors in a quite new um, ecosystem. And we want to make sure that that ecosystem is well integrated and where Minute is working well with um, Airbnb, of course, but also a, a lot of um, property management systems and um, the, all the different services that are, that are here to support, uh, support hosts. I think we can, we can learn a little bit from the consumer side where it really only started taking off when you saw um, bigger compatibility between services and better collaboration between companies. So that is something that that um, um, we are working very hard on, and that's something that I, I hope that we can um, accelerate in the next uh, um, six to twelve uh, six to twelve months. Um, we we do also have a new product I can uh, I can mention. We are, we're putting together a resource hub for hosts. Um, connected to our sustainability initiatives. So we want to help hosts um, to run their business as sustainably as they can. Um, and we're doing a lot with Minute as well to make, uh, to make our carbon footprint lower and making sure that we are 
producing in a, a uh, environmentally friendly way that we think about the whole life cycle of the products. Um, so there is there is more on on uh, on that leg, and then of course like there is uh, um, always uh, uh, new products and and new services. Um, a lot of expansion about the minute response service, which is only in the UK for the moment, but uh, we're hoping to bring to uh, to more markets before the end of the year. Of course. Well, a big thank you for joining me on today's podcast, Nils, and providing uh, your honest insights. And I sure hope that we'll be catching up again in person very soon. I'm looking forward to that, Paul. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's Short Term Rentals podcast. And a big thank you to Minute for sponsoring this episode. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to shorttermrentals.com and sign up to our weekly e-newsletters.